He's blonde and bitchin'. She's sporty and sassy. Together, they're perfectly imperfect. It's Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast. Cheers! <laughs> it's hard for me to pull my shirt up because it just sticks to me. I know. Like everything just fucking sticks to me. I get up, it's like. It is so hot in our fabulous new kitchen studio. <laughs> Nobody needs to know that. Now, if there are any podcasters out there, though, that have found themselves having to work in a new space and need to, an idea, hit me up. Yeah. Slide on into my DMs because I am proud to say I made a makeshift studio. You sure did. And the thing about studio space is it's basically insulating the walls to... Right. Know. And I did it. We did it all for well under $100. Well under, yeah. Yeah. But my point is we've added insulation to an already hot, small space. Right. So, like, we're like insane and we're so close together that like whew, there's just too much hot in here it's getting hot i suppose we could take off all our clothes maybe we'd get more views is nudity allowed on youtube i don't know so i once talked to this radio guy and he used to work in australia or out, out, out back in the uk and he told me that him and his co-host used to do a segment together where one of them had to get completely naked in the studio and they had to like continue to do their job like trying to be super normal and like slowly but surely like I guess one break they would take one, the one person would take one. I don't know. I and can't like remember how it went, but I was like, that's interesting. To keep their composure. But at the same time, like, I don't even like looking at myself naked right now, so I wouldn't want to impose that on you, Jesse. I don't know. You have nice boobs. Yeah, but that's about it. That's all I got going on right now these days. You know what? I would have loved that viral. Oh, there's a spider over there. Should we kill it or leave it alone? It's on the window. Oh, my God. Kill it. It's so little. But, or, but that's why maybe we shouldn't. It's nice. What do we kill it with? They're good. Let's leave it. It eats mosquitoes. Okay. I don't know. I have this weird thing with spiders now. I feel guilty about them. I read a thing about spiders about how they want nothing to do with humans, and they're actually, like, helpful to us. Yeah, except for they bite so, you in your sleep. Anyway, before the spider rudely interrupted me, what I was going to say was, remember that viral trend for couples where it was like, go into the room where your significant other is buck naked, but film them so that you get the reaction of what they do. When oh yeah. That was so cute. And I would totally do that if I had a man. There's a hilarious <laughs> viral video too of like pranks you can do to your significant other. Like, and it's one where a, you're the man is sitting down on the couch, like playing, usually playing video games. Yeah. And the girl walks up and stands right in front of them, facing them and puts their hand on their knee. And then the girl takes her hair and starts putting it in a ponytail. Every man thinks that he's about to get head, but then she like ducks down and reaches under the couch and like grabs a remote control. It's absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I've never seen men look so disappointed or defeated in their life. Like, and some of them got so excited as soon as they started putting their hair back up in the ponytail. The guys were like, <gasps> they threw, they threw their their controller, game controller. <laughs> And then womp, womp. Yeah, yeah. And it worked for, like, obviously not just straight couples, but there was, like, yeah. a gay couple that it worked really well for. And You know, that is a good ego boost for the one bending down because it's like, oh, look how excited he got. I think you also understand the power of a blowjob. Oh, yeah. Such a simple thing. Right. Hmm. What, how do you feel about giving them? I enjoy it. I'm not it. a fan. I like it. Mm -hmm. It's a wonder run single. Give or take. I mean, it's give or take. It's I I, I only do <laughs> it. It's not not enjoyable for me. I just do it for them, which I think is what like good sex is: is giving a little, right? Taking a little until you find your right groove. I mean, they can be challenging if it's like someone that's just never finishing, and you're like, okay, like I know I'm good at this. What's right. wrong? <laughs> I also feel like 
society has kind of taught us what sex should be. Like you start making out and then you start touching and then you give oral sex and then you move on. And then like, that's the order it should be. Yeah. Hey, you just made me think of something I saw on TV. When do you consider sex happened? Like, is it like, <laughs> I'll explain myself. Let's say you're dating someone and he cheated on you. Is the cheating just as bad if he only made out with the other girl or do they have to go all the way? Is there levels? So argument well, is- Well, if someone made out with someone, I feel like it's because you liked them, not because you want to hook up with them. Because if you want to screw them, you would have screwed them. But, but that's it. But well, yeah, So you point. liked that person. But if you're like, you know, you've heard guys or girls be like, oh, we just kissed. But it's like, if you're kissing, you're willing to do other things that's more usually. That's to me. Too. The kissing? Yeah. Mm. I just think there's a lot of talk about, what, did you actually have sex? Like penetration? And it's like, well, if there was privates involved or like lots of tongue and heavy breathing, it's still privates? sexual energy. Did I say if that? there was privates involved. It's been a while. Genitalia. Privates. Genitalia is worse than privates. I feel like they're in the same category there of weird ways to address. What do we say? Cooch? Cock? Penetration. What? If there was... What would be the term? Is there's like DMV, well, PMV. We could just say or PMP it. <laughs> or PMB. Oh, that sounds like a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So on to the purpose of this. Yeah. What are we doing today? Okay. Huh. So we haven't done this in a while. And like we said on our previous episodes, if you didn't listen, you're going to notice for the next few weeks that we may have shorter episodes. Maybe next week we have like one episode because we're working on something really fun and it takes a lot of our time and Jesse and I both work. So yeah, you know, it is what it is. You got to work, bitch. Right. Um, so today we got a letter, which we haven't had in a really, really long time. Mm, listener letter. I think it's because we just stopped giving advice. Good advice? Right. We well, always give advice. You know, they say during COVID, it's really important to do charity. And I think that by us not giving <laughs> advice, it's better for humanity. Okay. Okay. But we're back. We are. And this person desperately wants our advice, though. All so. right. Let's hear it. So the subject is, if I was my partner's boss, I'd fire him. Ooh. Ooh. I noticed that you guys haven't covered a listener letter in a long time, and since I love those segments, I thought I would seek your advice. My partner, Bo, has always had trouble keeping a job for more than eight months. He told me it was mostly due to reasons outside of his control, like terrible bosses, I've generally supported him in his employment search for the past few years. I have a pretty high-powered career myself, but I've always tried to keep that separate and not to rub it in when he's had so much trouble finding a good fit. Since we both work from home now, yay COVID, I've quickly realized what makes Bo such a bad employee. I feel bad for saying this, but it's hard to watch. Bo has few, if any, organizational systems. He writes down tasks on random slips of paper, which then get lost, and I frequently hear him having to apologize to folks for getting details or deliverables, or for forgetting details mm -hmm. or deliverables. In meetings, he rambles incessantly, oh, that can be so awkward to watch, taking forever to get to his main request. If I was in a meeting with him, so kind of like your letter right now, like <laughs> rambling, I'm just joking, I'm just we, joking. We worked with a guy once that, remember he would ask yeah. questions every, and it became this inside joke in the whole building because every meeting, everyone's like, okay, thanks guys. Oh, one more question. Right. That's like this guy. <laughs> I've coached many entry level, uh, entry level employees over the years and I know these behaviors are definitely coachable. Though I obviously wouldn't coach them myself, 
I'm thinking of recommending that he reach out to a career counselor or coach to help him with executive functioning. Mm. It's hard to watch Bo make these fixable mistakes over and over, all the while thinking there's nothing he can do to change his situation. At the same time, I know I'd get annoyed if my partner tried to give me career advice. Bo is, a really, se is really sensitive about his, this topic in particular. What should I do? P.S. Bo, and I listen to your podcast weekly, so anonymity is crucial. Keep up the uh, amazing work. You two keep us laughing or keep us laughing even in the tensest times. Cheers. Signed David. Oh wait, I'm not supposed to say his name. I'm, oh. just, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. Is it a guy though? Is this a gay couple? I don't know. I don't even think it matters. I think it's so so like here's the I think it's very awkward. When it comes to career advice, I think you people seek out certain people for that advice, not necessarily their best friends, not necessarily those that are closest, but people they respect on a career level. Right. Yeah. So the other day, my mom, like before I found, I found myself employed, my mom was like asking me about my job and she was like, did you do that with your cousin? Cause my cousin was helping me with a bunch of resumes and stuff like that. And I just flipped my shit. Why? Because she was man, don't talk to me. Don't ask me about my career. It's my business. I have something to tell you. Uh -huh. I will tell you. And the reason I realized I got so mad and so defensive is because it's like a very soft spot for me when it comes to my parents, you know? So that's why I think certain, if he wants actual career advice, he will seek it out from someone other than you. Yeah. But it sounds like he doesn't realize he needs the help. So... I think this if you can't hold a job down for more than eight months when you're not getting laid off like uh, for COVID or something, yeah. that's, that should be telling enough that you're like, okay, obviously something's not clicking. If he's continually getting fired, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yikes. This is a very slippery slope for the girlfriend or wife or husband um, because, yeah, look what happened to well, you and your mom. Our writer, though, also, I think, and I'm sure you're a very pleasant person and I'm sure you love Bo so much. However, I think that you might be a little snobby when it comes to your career success in yeah. comparison to your partner. And I think the bigger issue isn't that you want him to stop making fixable mistakes. I think the bigger issue is you want a partner that is as equally as successful, if not more successful. Here we go. Are. So this was my big thing for this because, yeah. first of all, the line that stuck out to me was, I have a very high-powered career. Right. I've like, coached many new employees, yeah. new hires. So I think you're absolutely right, but this begs the question, is career equalness, equality, yeah. important in a relationship? Have you watched Indian Matchmaker on Netflix yet? No. It's a great show, but a lot of them actually do say that. Like one woman is very successful. She's a very successful lawyer, a total crotchety bitch who deserves to be single for the rest of her life. However, honestly, this is what she said. Oh, he's a comedian? I don't like funny people. Was he a comedian? Yeah. Oh. As like a hobby. How rude. As a hobby. But who doesn't like funny people? That's right. Her. Who doesn't want to laugh, right? But anyways, she was like, I really want someone. And a lot of the women said it too. And the successful women said it. I want someone who is of the same, you know, career level as I am, mm -hmm. if not better. Yeah. You know, it's interesting because I always thought I would want to be a gold digger too right. and have a more successful husband. But recently, you know, I was talking to one guy that made way more money than I do and it didn't work for that right. reason. Well, I also find too that you, when someone makes like, for me, I want a man who's more successful than me. Not because I want the money necessarily. Obviously that's fun. I'm not going to lie. But because I want someone to make me 
want to be better. Does that make sense? I want someone to light a fire under my own ass. I'm a very, I know I'm a competitive person. So if my partner's doing really well in their career, chances are it's going to make me hustle more and want to be just as successful as they are. Interesting. Or at least pull my weight in the relationship financially. Yeah, that's what bothered me was I felt I would never be able to pull my weight. And that became an issue. Yeah. So I think the issue isn't necessarily that you want to help. And I'm sure you do, but I don't think that's the main issue. I think the main issue is that you don't want a partner that you're continually dragging behind you. Yeah. And maybe this is the first time she's seeing his true work colors, their true work colors. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like when you're dating someone, they don't necessarily see how you behave at the office. Right. And so this could open a new layer. She's kind of like, ew, I didn't realize that. But also give the, give Bo a break because I know a lot of people that work in chaos. However, they, it's their own system and they know it. There used to be this theory that if you had a messy desk, like you were disorganized or anything like that. And I don't think that's true anymore because some people work well in clutter. Yeah. I don't know. But the fact that it's an issue for her, like that's scary because there's a deeper issue here, I think. Well, and I think the deeper issue is, is that she or this person feels that Bo is maybe holding them back as a couple. Bo's a fake name, we're pretty yeah. sure. Damn it, because I had a boss when I worked at a call center named Bo, and he was just such an asshole. <laughs> I would have loved if it was Well, him. let's let it be him. Yeah, he um, was awful. So I think you guys need to sit down and maybe reevaluate your future goals as a couple. Where do we want to be in five years? Do we want to own a home? Do, if you already own a home together, do you want to own a bigger home? And if you set those, maybe those goals, financial goals as a couple, maybe that will get Bo to pick it up a little bit mm-hmm. or try a little bit harder. But you you have to let Bo have their say as well. Yes. His say. We know Bo's a dude. You have to let yeah. Bo have his say, you know? You need to make sure that he's being vocal about what's important to him as well. Or how about take a sneaky approach? Like, don't just suggest he gets counseling. Because that's so good for relationships. But, like, no, hear, hear me out. So if she wants to help him and he does something stupid, and you know, say, like, in a nice way, why did you do that, essentially? Like, oh, that's interesting. I never thought of doing it that way. Why did you do it like that? And see if you could understand his process a bit more yeah. before just being like, you stuck and you need a career counselor. Well, if you do want to trick him into going to a career counselor, why don't you go, look, like my career's been a little bit different, COVID. I think it's great for everyone to have a refresher. Why don't we both go see a career counselor together? Sure. But she clearly doesn't need one because she's got a high-powered job. Just because you have a high-powered job doesn't mean you don't can use a reevaluation. Yeah. You know, but I do think it's time to maybe that you guys have kind of let this because depending on how long you've been together, sometimes couples, when they first get together, they're equals. Right. And then as time goes on, one falls a little bit behind and it sounds like that may have happened to both of you. So maybe it's time to come back. And, you know, when couples say that they've lost each other, they've both grown separately. I think it's because you forget to like touch base again halfway through the relationship when your life changes. Yeah, but I think it's easier to navigate it when you fall in love and you start your relationship and then one of you changes because then you already have your base. Right. Well, Which they, they have. Too. Yeah. Right. She just never saw him at work. Right. Like I remember when I won the morning show and my career changed in a big way. It caused problems in my relationship. Right. Like, but and, and you avoided talking about it. Yeah. So, and it got you guys into even more trouble. But I mean, that was also different because it was lifestyle. I was getting up at three in the morning. It was different. Yeah, but this is lifestyle too because you're working in the same office now together. Yikes. So I think you guys need to reconvene, sit down, and rediscuss what your goals are as a couple. If you guys have been together for a while, you should have goals. Where do we want? Do we want children in this time? Do we want 
I mean, you don't have to set a time limit, but where is, where is our future going? You know, just dump them and find someone else with your high powered job. Yeah. <laughs> you must have a lawyer, plastic surgeon. Yes, go for the plastic surgeon. I'm single if you are a guy. <laughs> <laughs> but then you'll just be with another low life like Jen. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, then yeah, right. I don't like I don't like rich guys. I want a fast food worker. <laughs> right. Right. But that's my advice is kind of reconvene and map out your guys' next five year plan. Cause then maybe it's just a matter of Bo realizing, like, hey, I am slacking. Sometimes people just get so used to the groove of things and especially with COVID and everything kind of changing that maybe all their previous goals they forgot and don't think they can accomplish in COVID. Yeah. I think it's actually smart for everyone to make post COVID goals because the world is different now. Mm -hmm. So why don't we all just sit down and make new business goals, new self-improvement goals, goals that relate more to what you can do with in this, you know, cause I know a lot of professionals. <laughs> Jennifer Mayer. <laughs> I know a lot of professionals that are like, my goal is to network, is build my network this year. Well, that's really hard to do because you can't, you're not going to conferences, you're not meeting people for coffee as often. And it's not the same to be, you know, when you meet people at those conferences, you can tell who you have an instant connection with. Right. You don't get that on Zoom or email. Exactly. So it's very hard to network. How are you not even sweating? I am shiny. I have a lot of translucent powder on. That is absorbing it. I have none, <laughs> and I still look as good as you. You wouldn't know I was sweaty until you look at my baby hairs. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> if you have any domestic COVID situations or not, whatever yeah. your situation may be, email us. Jenna's got great relationship advice. She's right. Got so much experience. <laughs> <laughs> Married ten times, all of them were successful. I am the greatest yeah. bride in the world. Whatever happened to matchmakers? That's what we need to find. Well, Indian matchmaker. But like, what? That's well, a cultural thing. Oh, do they still do it? We do actually. We with this new project that we're working on. Um, I was curious about matchmakers in Canada, and I did find ha! one. Yes, she was. Of course. Yeah. Well, because I was watching. Uh, I was watching Indian matchmaker. And I was like, hmm, this, this woman is on to something. If she can hook up the person that doesn't like laughing with someone who's like successful and well put together, hmm. but it's too expensive. The maybe, matchmaking is expensive. Maybe we should start that. Jesse and Jenna's matchmaking service. Because it's worth, we've done so well at matching ourselves. But maybe someone. we're a good judge of other people. We're definitely a good judge of other people. Or right. that, or mean judge of other people. I don't know. Whatever. But I think we could do it. We'll see. Oh my God, I think we need to go plan our next business. The messy matchmaking service. <gasps> messy matchmaking. And then if it doesn't work out, we can be like, bitch, it's in the title. Messy. Right. Disclaimer again. Send us an email if you want to be our first client. Jesse and Jenna. Wait. Je That's us. Jesse and Jenna's messy podcast at gmail.com. Oh. Go to our website, messypodcast.com, and you can contact us through there. Or you can slide in on Facebook, or you can slide into Instagram. But yeah. we will take our first client for free. Yeah. Or, and um, if you're looking for love, Jenna's available. Geisha. B boob sweating off. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Let's end on that one. Cheers. Boob sweat. Oh, I'm getting some too. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh, it is one. Yeah.